0: Yes, lovely. That was a fun game. That was a fun game, wasn't it? We'll have to bring that back another time. Maybe at Easter, though. (laughs) Might not make so much sense at another time of year. Because actually this game has a lot to do with Easter. And not just, though, because it involves a chick and a bunny. Because today we found out that somebody in this room was unbeatable. They were the unbeatable champion of champions. And actually, Easter is all about celebrating someone else who is unbeatable, totally, completely, absolutely unbeatable. And perhaps some of you will already know who that is. But just in case you don't, we're going to watch a video or two which tell the story of Easter We're going to think about what happened on Easter Sunday some 2,000 years ago, but first, we're going to remind ourselves of the events of Good Friday. So have a look at the screen. Jesus and his disciples were in a place
1: called Gethsemane.
2: All of a sudden, a large angry mob appeared.
1: Holding torches, clubs, and swords.
2: Judas came out of the crowd and kissed Jesus.
1: So the soldiers knew who he was. The men then arrested
2: him and led him away.
1: While the disciples fled in fear.
2: He was taken to the high priest.
1: Who brought him before Pilate, the Roman governor.
2: And demanded that Jesus be killed for claiming to be the Son of God.
1: Pilate could find no evidence for such a punishment.
2: But it was his custom to release one prisoner at Passover.
1: So he offered to release Jesus, or a nasty man called Barabbas.
2: The crowd called for Barabbas.
1: And told Pilate to crucify Jesus.
2: Reluctantly, he agreed.
1: His soldiers put a crown of thorns on his head and beat him.
2: They then took him to a place called Golgotha.
1: And nailed him to a wooden cross.
2: A great darkness covered the land.
1: And after nine hours, Jesus breathed his last. And died.
2: But that wasn't the end of Jesus.
0: Brilliant. So Good Friday was a very, very sad day because it was the day that Jesus died. But... As the video tells us, the story doesn't end there because something happened only a few days later, something really remarkable that changed everything for all of us for all time. And we're going to watch what that was now.
2: Taylor mation After Jesus had died, his body was placed in a tomb.
1: A massive stone was rolled over the entrance.
2: And Roman soldiers guarded it.
1: After a few days, Mary Magdalene and Mary, Jesus' mother,
2: took some spices and went to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body.
1: But when they arrived, they had a bit of a shock.
2: There were no soldiers. The big stone had
1: been rolled away.
2: And Jesus' body had gone. He had come back to life. They dashed off to tell the disciples.
1: But they weren't so sure.
2: So Peter and John went and checked it out.
1: When they entered the tomb, they saw no body.
2: Just the burial clothes.
1: All neatly folded.
2: And they believed.
1: So they returned and told the disciples the good news.
2: But Thomas still wasn't 100% convinced. Jesus Mm -hmm. then
1: appeared before them and put all their doubts to rest.
2: After 40 days, Jesus took his disciples to a quiet place. He told them to go and tell the world all about him. And then he ascended to heaven.
1: Mission complete.
0: Lovely. That was great. How amazing. Easter Sunday... Just changed everything completely. Christ is risen. Is risen Hallelujah. Well done. That was great. So, for some weeks now, um, throughout Lent, here at Highgrove, we have been looking at this big Easter story. Um, and in the service for the bigger people, we've been asking a lot of questions that start with the word why. And uh, today, on Easter Sunday, we are going to look at our last why question, and that is, why was Jesus raised to life? Now, um, I have to say here, I don't know if I can really give a very full and comprehensive answer of that in about five minutes, Um, but I do have a thought about what the answer to that question is, which I will share with you very soon. But first, it is time, before we do that, to hear the answer that you have to the big question that we set for you, which I believe was, what is your favorite film? And what is your favorite part of your favorite film? Which I think everyone had an opinion on, actually, yes. didn't they, Joe? There was a lot of discussion. So if you would like to share that with the rest of us, that would be wonderful. Joe has got a microphone, she's going to go around, and we're gonna hear your thoughts on that particular big question.
3: The Mario movie and all of it. Oh. all of it I I mean was really good Sing and um,
0: Johnny oh Sing and Johnny just all of Johnny yep
3: I'm going to come behind you Harry Potter and all of it oh and
0: that all all of all, all of, of it. it all of just all, all, all of, of it <sighs>
3: Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and the part when they time travel.
0: Mmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, heading to the back.
2: Miracle on the Hudson.
0: Okay, I haven't watched that,
3: thank you. Captain America and the Winter Soldier and Stephen Bucky's Reunion.
0: Okay, oh. You can tell the Ooh. people who've seen all these yeah. films. They go, oh, <laughs> yeah. One, yeah, mm, absolutely. <laughs> Mario. <gasps> Mario. Have you seen it too? Is this the new it's Mario so film? The, yeah, because the old one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk about that one. Jo will be doing her film review Emperor's
3: soon. New
0: oh. oh, Emp- Emperor's New Groove and the end part. Oh, Emperor's New Groove and the end part. Has everyone shared oh, that once too? We've got pointed, but I can't see a hand. Uh, Ed, did you have your hand up? Let's have one more then.
2: It's probably only going to apply to kind of a small percentage of the the congregation. Back to the future, and the bit where they're a bit unsure whether they've got enough road to get up to 88 miles an hour.
0: Where we're going, we don't need roads. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well... (laughs) I would say, you know, (laughs) at least we got some great film reviews uh, out of this morning as well. But there was a reason that I want to think about this, particularly this morning, because it seems to me that in all the really great films, in the great stories, there seems to often be a bit in the story, and you'll know what I mean, when the main character or characters suddenly find themselves in a particular situation, and you think oh my goodness, this is awful. How on earth are they gonna get out of this? What's gonna happen next? Is this the end of the story? And then something completely unexpected happens and you go, (gasps) wow, I didn't see that coming. And it's all wonderful. Um, and there's a particular moment in a in one of my favourite films, one of our Noyce family favourite films, actually. Um, and it involves these characters. I wonder if you've seen this film and you know what I'm talking to. Let me just have a look in my bag. Who have I got here? Oh, his hat, his hat has fallen off. And this guy... Who? I need someone to hold these, actually. Okay, thank you. And you can find his hat as well. Okay, does anyone know who we've got here? Who is this? Yeah? It is. It's Woody and Buzz. And it's one of the Toy Story films. And if I tell you which one, you might immediately know which bit I'm talking about. Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah, yeah. So... um. In our family, we're quite big Toy Story fans, um, and so when Toy Story 3 was out at the cinema, obviously we went to see it. But there is this bit in the film, okay, where they have found themselves at uh, the rubbish dump, and they have got themselves into some real trouble. and they find themselves on this conveyor belt, okay? And um, and as I was watching it again, <laughs> I, I realized, oh yes, they very nearly escape, and then, and then Lotso Bear kind of doesn't turn off the conveyor belt, and they're traveling along this thing, and there's a massive furnace at the end, and they're kind of, they've, fall off the end of it, and, and, and they're heading down towards this big fiery furnace, and literally everyone in the cinema, when we were watching it, was like, <gasps> what is going on? <laughs> literally, th- it was terrifying, and, and there's this bit where you're, you're just, you're sitting there thinking, this isn't how the story's meant to go, how are they going to get out of this? How? How? There's no way out. And then, and then, the toys that you can, you can enact this if you want. They they kind of, they reach across and hold each other's hands. And it's like, (laughs) just like this. And it's like the toys themselves. know this is the end. There's no way out. And they're heading towards this awful fate. And has anyone seen this? You know what I'm talking about. But then something happens. What happens? Do you know? Thank you. Yes, the claw. The claw. Suddenly, this massive claw comes out of nowhere and reaches down and pulls them out. And it's a massive claw that the tiny little aliens who came to live with Andy in the first film. They're, they're operating this enormous claw and they come down and they save them. And, and literally in the cinema, the relief was just, like you could feel it. Everyone was like, oh, wow, thank goodness. They are saved, they are rescued. Um, we could all kind of take a big sigh of relief. Honestly, wow, what a moment. Now, hang on to that feeling, if you know what I'm talking about, because I feel like that helps us understand a little bit of what happened on Easter Sunday and why it's so important. Because as we saw in our video, on Good Friday, Jesus died. Actual darkness covered the earth, and it felt like at that moment, hope died too. Everything that Jesus' friends thought that they were sure of was suddenly ripped away. Jesus, whose words spoke so powerfully and wonderfully of God's goodness. Jesus, whose, whose actions spoke so powerfully of God's love. Jesus, who was the one that they believed had come to bring them freedom and new life. But only a few days after Jesus came into Jerusalem on the donkey on on, uh, Palm Sunday, hailed as a king, he's arrested, he's accused, and he's convicted. And on Good Friday, Jesus' friends watched as Jesus died. And at that moment, they felt like all of their hopes and dreams were finished. That wasn't how the story was supposed to end. And yet, here it is. But then, something happened. Something amazing. And we're just going to hear that from Anna.
3: Thanks. This is Matthew 28, verse 1 to 10. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week... Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, do not be afraid For I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the woman hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples, Suddenly Jesus met them. "Greetings," he said. They came to him. clasped, <laughs> sorry, clasped <laughs> I can't say anything today. Clasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, "Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me."
0: Thank you, Anna.) So on Easter Sunday morning some women, some good friends of Jesus, they go and do the only thing that they know how to do at this moment. Their love for Jesus leads them to where he is, to the tomb where his body was placed just a few days earlier. But sadness soon turns to amazement. They get there only to find the huge stone at the mouth of the tomb is rolled away. And an angel sits there with the most astounding news. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. And just as the women are are trying to work this through and, and make sense of what this means, I mean, risen? It gets even more amazing. Because the women look up and see Jesus with their own eyes. Friday was desperate. But it turns out that Friday was not the end of the story. And as dark and as bleak and as hopeless as Friday felt, God was bigger. God's love was bigger. God's power was bigger. God raised Jesus to life on the third day. And the story goes on. And that really is the hope that we all have because of Easter Sunday. For you and for me, for today and for eternity. Because there are so many times when we may find ourselves in the same place as the disciples were. When events take a turn and we find ourselves wondering where we go now, what we do now. And there are times when we look around and it feels like the light has gone out, like we've reached the end. We don't know what happens next. But the message of Easter is simply this. It is not the end of the story. Because Jesus rose again, we can be sure that whatever is going on, whatever is going on, God is bigger. God's power is bigger. God's love is bigger. Yes, Even death, it seems, is not the end. Death has been beaten. God raised Jesus to life and offers us all that same life. Life to the full, now and for all eternity. I said earlier, we've been asking why questions. And this week, the question was, why was Jesus raised to life? And for me, that's the answer. Why was Jesus raised to life? Because God is bigger. Bigger than anything which stands against the light and the life that Jesus offers. And that gives us hope. Big hope. Like, incomparably huge hope. Because when it comes to our story, the last word is with God. The God who loves us more than we will ever know.